This Marketplace podcast is supported by Harvest, painless time tracking for creative professionals and teams worldwide. Harvest tracks billable time from anywhere. Create invoices in seconds and build powerful reports to help keep projects on budget. More at getharvest.com. And by Covester, the online marketplace for investing. Want to own the same stocks your money manager purchases for their personal portfolio? At Covester, you can. Covester.com. Online easy, human help. Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. Actually, you don't even have to watch the debate tonight. We're going to tell you everything you need to know right here before it even happens. That ladies and gentlemen, is the power of Freakonomics. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Wake up to the day's top business headlines. Subscribe to the Marketplace Morning Report podcast. It's on iTunes and marketplace.org slash podcasts. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdahl. This is the Marketplace Podcast for Wednesday, the 3rd of October. Good to have you with us, as always. All eyes, obviously, on Denver, Colorado. Today, the debate, of course, between President Obama and Governor Romney. Domestic issues and policies are the agreed-upon subject matter. There will be talking points offered during the debate, of course. A good deal of spin afterward, but quite possibly not a whole lot of truth. I say that as a way to get to this. It's that moment every couple of weeks we talk to Stephen Dubner. He is the co-author of the books and the blog of the same name. It is The Hidden Side O Everything. Dubner, welcome back, man. I missed you. <laughs> I missed you too, Kai. Thanks for, thanks for having me. I love um, you, man. I, I'm guessing you're going to be in front of your TV tonight for the debate? I am, yes. Of course I am. In point of fact, also live tweeting, and it's on Marketplace.org, so if you're lonely, you know where you can go. Very good. You know, the focus of this first presidential debate, as you know, is domestic policy, so yep. I am assuming we're going to hear an awful lot about the economy, yes? One, w- one would certainly hope, right? I mean, that's what we're waiting for, for these two men the, the, who want to be the most powerful men in the world to help us fix the American economy, right? So, Kai, let me say two things about this, okay? The first, <laughs> okay, okay. I have some which I have said on your program before, yes. and I probably will again, okay. is that the U.S. president has much less influence over the economy than we actually yeah, think. Yeah, but we have to pretend, right? Come on. We have to pretend. My second point is actually more heretical than that. My second point okay. is this. There are people out in the world who, who will argue with you that the great age of American economic growth yeah. is just over. Okay, here's Robert Gordon, an economist at Northwestern. Okay. We had a a century of relatively rapid productivity growth between, say, 1870 and 1970, and then it slowed down. And a major puzzle for the economics profession was to figure out why did it slow down? Okay, so A, did they figure it out? And B, what about computers and automation and technology and increased productivity? Hello? Excellent questions. I know. So... So, okay, here, here's the way Robert Gordon explains it. There have been three what he calls industrial revolutions over the past couple centuries. The first one was, you know, steam power and railroads. Yeah, it big was the time. industrial revolution, right? Yeah. That was a big one. But yeah. the second one that we're really most thankful for included things like electricity, uh, the internal combustion engine and the fuels to run it, clean water. And his argument is that the computer revolution is just not as potent as the ones that came before it. Hello, has this man never heard of the iPhone? I mean, come (laughs) on. That changed my life. And there are people who will be amazed to hear me say that. 
I'm glad it changed your life. It's changed yeah. my life too. But his argument is this, is that what a lot of technology does is make things that already existed more portable and more flexible, our entertainment, yeah. our communication. And obviously, we're all thankful for that. But when you compare that to things like yeah. mass transportation and electricity, uh, heating and air conditioning, the computer era does not produce those kind of gains. Okay. So so uh, not to get all downer on you here, but if the, if the iPhone and all that it represents is, is uh, what we have now... Now to propel us forward. Yeah. Are we fundamentally doomed? I mean, is America going to, you know? No, okay. no. And, and nobody's saying that. What you are starting to hear is a description of, uh, you know, America's golden age of growth may have been exactly that, a golden age, which by its nature cannot last forever, okay? Mm-hmm. Tyler Cowen, an economist that you've yeah. had on this program you before, you he's coined a name for the current U.S. economy. He calls it the great stagnation, mm. okay? Mm-hmm. Now, that said, Cowen is a big believer that new technology, artificial intelligence, for instance, will lead to further growth. He thinks that Robert Gordon's prediction, therefore, is probably a little bit too grim. I think our ability to forecast...